the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He's still here. Yeah, it's hard to believe that we still have to hear from Dr. Fauci almost every day. And we do have to hear from him every Sunday answering softball questions. But here we are 20 months in, and he's still out there uh, competing for this. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, and this guy has a leg up on Jerk of the Century for saying stuff like this. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. What? Society. You're part of society. And that means you should do what your government says is good for society. You know who else was part of a society? Everybody in the Soviet Union in 1963. Everybody in Cuba right now is part of society, of Cuban society, and they should be working on a plan to assassinate lots of people. If they were really interested in the common good, that's what they'd be doing. One of these days, Dr. Tony Fauci will disappear. He'll be gone, but he's still around, and he's still a weekly contender for the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what this jerk did unnecessarily, by the way, to a bunch of beagle puppies for the common good, of course, for society. And in our second half hour, the founder of Getter will be here to talk about how the platform is doing and what's going on with Facebook. Stick around. I'm Andy Solomon. If you see something, say something is more than just a slogan. It's how we protect our communities. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's If You See Something, Say Something campaign program manager Ryan Streeter shares more. To keep our communities safe, it's important for us to stay alert and report suspicious activity. If you see suspicious activity, report it to the nearest local law enforcement agency. Be ready to describe what and who you observed, as well as when, where, and why it was suspicious. September 25th marks the fourth annual If You See Something, Say Something Awareness Day, and DHS is encouraging everyone to participate. Use hashtag Day to post on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook to share why recognizing and reporting suspicious activity is important to you. You can also visit our website for more ideas and share important resources to inform others. To learn more, visit dhs.gov slash day. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All 
with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Sounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Marquette Mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Dootie and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. I'm not a psychiatrist, uh, but my diagnosis of Dr. Anthony Fauci is that he's a mad scientist. And he's been obsessed with germs all his life, and COVID is the best thing that ever happened to him. It's not the best thing to ever happen to America, and history's going to decide how much damage he actually did. Well, he did some serious damage to dozens of beagle puppies uh, just before COVID got his attention a couple years ago. And that got the attention of Justin Goodman. He's vice president for advocacy and public policy at the White Coat Waste Project. And he joins us now. Justin, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, John. So uh, before we get to Dr. Fauci, what, what is the White Coat Waste Project? We're a three million member taxpayer watchdog group when we work to find, expose, and defund wasteful taxpayer-funded animal experimentation. We actually were the first group to uncover that Anthony Fauci had funded the lab in Wuhan that is now at the center of the COVID origin investigations. How did you, first of all, three million, three million members? Yes, sir. Wow. Um, how did you uh, uncover the goings-on at Wuhan? Uh, we were investigating uh, NIH, National Institutes of Health Funding for Foreign Laboratories. I think it would probably shock most people to know that the National Institutes of Health ships over $100 million a year overseas to labs uh, in foreign countries, including 27 different laboratories in China. And when we started digging into the labs in China, we noticed that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was on that list. And we were the ones who discovered that paper, the first paper showing that they were conducting coronavirus experiments on bats there with NIH funding. And um, when you say uh, the, 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 number of pe- the number of countries that are doing these experiments, what kinds of animals are we talking about? Everything from mice up to dogs? Mice to monkeys to dogs. They're addicting, addicting monkeys to heroin, getting mice drunk. Uh, all kinds of ridiculous waste, and that's our forte is finding that type of waste and working to cut the funding for it. So it's not just the fact that you're opposed to the funding of, uh, I mean, the uh, the use of animals for testing, but it's the fact that the testing that they're doing is is not only inhumane, but it's a waste of a gigantic waste of money. That's right. The NIH alone spends about twenty billion dollars a year on wasteful taxpayer funded animal tests, and that's our issue. We say let the private sector fund it if this stuff is so valuable let them take the risk but it's incredibly wasteful and taxpayers shouldn't be forced to foot the bill so that's a that's an interesting point um if you 
if you're a company that's testing a drug, why am I paying for it? Uh, and especially if I'm opposed to test, doing the testing on a dog. That's right, and that's you know, and that's what we discovered. Anthony Fauci was doing a couple of years ago with the, this new Freedom of Information Act request. We found that he was commissioning a 1.68 million dollar study to test an experimental drug on 44 beagle puppies who were six to eight months old. And these tests involved force feeding these dogs experimental drugs, injecting them with these experimental drugs for weeks on end. And before the study started, they did what's called a cordectomy, where they cut out their vocal cords so they couldn't bark in the laboratory. Just because they funded by taxpayers, just because they didn't like the noise, not because that was part of the experiment. That's that's absolutely right. That's nice. Um, So now, I mean, we're talking about Dr. Fauci here, but um, is this a Dr. Fauci thing? And, And this I'm talking about in this specific case with the Beagles. Or is this just a, a testing thing that everybody does? Well, you know, first of all, this vocal cord removal is something that I was even shocked to even learn was still happening because I thought it was a thing of the past. So the, that barbaric practice is something that's, I think, specific to Fauci in this case. Um, but the FDA this summer, the Food and Drug Administration, said they do not require testing on dogs. Yet you have the NIH and Anthony Fauci spending $2 million of taxpayer money to do exactly that. Well, uh, um, I'm wondering if, and this is, uh, to me, this is important, and I, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I wonder if Dr. Fauci has a dog. I don't know if he has a dog, but I, I know that a lot of people have been naming their dogs after him, but he's yeah. not man's best friend. He's yeah. not dog's best friend, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I won't be doing that, but... I actually, you bring up the, the vocal cord thing. I, I've run into that one, one time. I, I take my dog every day to a park, and, uh, you know, I see different people with their dogs. And this was a few years ago, and I was kind of shocked when a woman told me that she had her dog's vocal cords removed because she couldn't get him to quit quit barking. I, I don't, I mean, I don't know how common that is, but that's pretty gruesome, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, so it does. It's it's done, though. I mean, it's done. A, a veterinarian will do that uh, if you if requested. Hey, my dog's barking a little too much. Can you cut out his vocal cords for me? Well, actually, the American Veterinary Medical Association opposes devocalization, except in very rare circumstances. So this is something that the veterinary community does not support anymore. It's something that the scientific community doesn't really support anymore, and it's something that Anthony Fauci apparently doesn't have a problem supporting. Um, but that's just, you know, this is just the latest example of him being out of step with modern science. Uh, the NIH on its own website says that nine out of 10 drugs that are tested on animals fail in humans because they're either dangerous or they're ineffective. Uh, you have the FDA saying that they don't need testing on dogs and you have Anthony Fauci doing exactly that. Um, you know, when it comes to gain of function, you have scientists around the world who've been saying for decades, it's going to cause a pandemic and, you have Anthony Fauci lobbying then to resume gain-of-function research, and guess what? It, you know, it looks like it caused a pandemic. So, you know, at every turn, he's made the wrong decision. Yeah, I, I, I referred to him in the open here as um, a mad scientist. Is this guy evil? I don't know if he's evil, but he's made a lot of bad choices. Um, I think that he he's full of himself, and he... You know, I think he's playing God with with people's lives, and I think that he's made a lot of mistakes. That's evil, um, Justin, if that's true. And maybe you don't want to say it, but sorry, but the, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's evil, what you just described. Um, I, I, and I have the same feeling about him, and I don't want to get into a psychoanalysis of Dr. Fauci here, but... Um, this guy, I obviously have never met him. All, all I get, all I know about him is what I've seen on television for the last uh, whatever it is, almost two years now. And he just seems to you—you uh, you said it, full of himself. And I, I get this feeling—I I, don't—I I can't get it out of my head—that this is a guy who has been talking about germs all his life. He's been obsessed with it and boring people to death with it, basically for you know fifty years. And now he's finally his opinion is people are hanging on every word, and he's and it's and he's so carried away with himself that he can't help it, and uh, he just loves it. That I I can't prove that, but that's the impression I get. And I I don't know you you deal with um, 
you know, in, in your research and in your attempts to stop this stuff from happening, you you deal with people all the time. Does he stand out in that sense more than other people that you've had to deal with, other doctors doing experiments you're not in favor of? Oh, I think I would say about him that he's willing to take more risks than other people. I mean, I think gain of function is a perfect example of that, where you have this area of experimentation that could you know, people have been saying for decades could kill millions of people in a pandemic. And it was paused in 2014 and he lobbied to start it again and celebrated the start of gain of function research again, was proud to send the money to Wuhan and has continued to defend it. Um, so I don't know what that says about him, but it certainly says he's arrogant. Well, what does it say about something that he, I, I mean, I've, I'm still seeing him on television almost every day. He's still out there. He's still in charge. He's still, you know, creating he's he's affecting the lives of millions and millions of people just by uttering a couple of sentences now how's it how's he survived well that's a good question you know his boss francis collins the director of the nih announced this week he's resigning and i think it wouldn't be a bad idea for anthony fauci to do the same thing i was going to ask you about him so he he resigned and that uh, this guy was uh his name was collins is collins and and he's fauci's boss yeah, he's the head of the NIH. And you guys were at the uh, at the White Coat Waste Project who were involved in getting him uh, tossed out? Well, we've been putting, pre- you know, he's been involved in this in the Wuhan laboratory scandal. Uh, you know, he and Fauci have both been pushing for more gain-of-function experimentation for over a decade. They wrote a uh, an op-ed in the Washington Post in 2011 saying gain-of-function is a risk worth taking. Francis Collins still has a tweet and a blog post up from early 2020 saying that the lab leak had been debunked. And we all know that's not true. Uh, he's refused to, you know, he's been a lab leak denier since the beginning. And I think he's interfered with a lot of investigations in, into how this pandemic started. Well, uh, you mentioned that the FDA said the testing uh, on these dogs, I guess it was the case here, the testing was necessary. Uh, hard, how hard is it for people like Fauci to get the FDA to sign off on something like this, experimenting with dogs? Experimenting on dogs, unfortunately, the bar is very low as long as you fill out the right paperwork these days, um, which is why we, you know, we work to cut the funding for it so that, to, stop these, to stop these programs before they start. And we've had a lot of success. The NIH is actually at odds with other agencies. We, the VA is in the process of phasing out all of its dog testing by 2025, uh, under the Trump administration, the EPA announced it was going to end all animal testing, all of it, by 2035 with a, a big phase out in the next couple of years. Um, so you have lots of progress at other agencies, and then you have the NIH kind of standing alone, doubling down on this stuff. Why beagles in this case, where the the, uh, the, the one you're the specific one you're, you're we're referring to here? Why beagles? Are they? Yeah, that's a great question. On the on the Department of Health and Human Services website, that's the umbrella agency for the NIH. They have a web, they have a web page set up, and it says that beagles are chosen because they're small and docile. You know, so it means they're easy to abuse. That's nice. Um, yeah, I, my first dog when I was a kid was a beagle mix, and uh, as soon as I read the story, that's who I thought of. My dog. Um, did he have to kill them? Uh, no, he didn't have to kill them. Uh, they could have been rehabilitated and adopted out, which is what other labs do. Um, unfortunately, the NIH did not choose to do that. Okay, so how often does that happen, that they just don't want to be bothered with trying to get them adopted out, and they just say, uh, let's give them a shot and kill them? Uh, it happens all too, all too frequently. We actually are working on a piece of legislation right now called the AFTER Act that would require federal laboratories to make efforts to retire lab, uh, lab animals, including dogs, instead of killing them at the end of experiments. Now, now taxpayers paid for this, uh, this experiment with the, with the beagles, um, you know, whether they wanted to or not. Was, was, the, was the goal at least... Um, what worthwhile what they were trying to do even though they used dogs to try to reach it and did and did they did did it, did any good come of it uh so we don't know the outcome of it because the documents were so heavily heavily redacted and we don't know exactly what they were testing but they were testing an experimental drug uh and there's other ways they can do that without using dogs and without actually without using any animals at all 
Um, so it was wasteful, not only for those dogs' lives, but the amount of money that was spent. And, you know, because they use dogs, it's most likely going to be misleading. Like I said, you know, the NIH itself admits that 90% of these drugs that go through animal tests fail in humans because they don't work or, or, or they're dangerous to people because you can't predict what happens to humans by, you know, forcing a dog to ingest massive doses of experimental drugs. We're talking to Justin Goodman. He's vice president for advocacy and public policy at the White Coat Waste Project. Um, I, where are they getting these dogs, Justin? I mean, uh, are they just breeding them themselves, or, or is someone is there someone on the outside who's providing these people with the dogs to kill? There's actually commercial breeders out there who do nothing but breed dogs for use in experiments, so they're, they're born to die. Wow. And how how widespread is that? Because I've never heard of that. I mean, I'm, not that I haven't heard of it, but I'm not aware of any. I've never come across one, put it that way. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a small handful of companies that do it. Uh, and they advertise on their websites that you can purchase beagles for use in experiments. Uh, puppies as young as a couple weeks old. And and that's legal? Yes. Wow. So And, and so... That's, I would guess that people who like dogs would find that pretty disturbing. You know, if, again, I, I keep getting back to the same thing, though. Are, are, there, are there any medical breakthroughs happening because of any of this? I mean, if they found a cure for cancer because they, they, uh, they um, experimented on a beagle, would that be a bad thing? Well, I think that the, the history of cancer and the fact that we don't have cures for cancer and you know, probably billions of animals have been killed for cancer drugs is the proof that it's not really getting us where we need to go. Um, you can look at stroke, you can look at AIDS, you can look at any of these diseases and, you know, millions and millions of animals have been killed and we still don't have effective cures for these diseases. Um, you know, the, the government alone constantly laments the fact that animal models don't predict what happens in humans, yet they can't seem to break the cycle of, of, of animal experimentation. But there's new technologies out there, including things being developed at the University of Pennsylvania that are way more effective. These technologies called organs on a chip that are basically fully functioning human organs the size of your thumb, and they can model diseases and test drugs in them. You know, listen, it's the 21st century, and there's better ways to do science than torturing beagles. Yeah, you know, it's uh, one of the alternatives, though, might be there's a, there's a story here in Pittsburgh about the University of Pittsburgh possibly harvesting uh, organs from babies whose hearts are still beating. Uh, yeah, you know, we've been we, yeah, we've been working on that issue. Ninety percent of the human fetal tissue research in this country involves animal experimentation, things like cutting off aborted fetuses' scalps and implanting them onto animals, or cutting fingers off of fetuses and implanting them into mice. Really grotesque stuff. So, so they're kind of connected. What they're doing with the yeah. ba- with the fetuses, uh, with the babies, they are. Uh, it requires. Um, cooperation with somebody who's also willing to do with with animals and what happens to an animal who's had uh, a baby's scalp um sewn onto its back grafted onto nothing its good back? nothing good well but i mean they, they eventually have to kill the animal he's not going to walk around with a baby's <laughs> that, that's that's exactly right uh, yeah wow and so uh the name of your organization is the white coast White Coat Waste Project. How much waste are we talking about here, Justin? I mean, we're talking money. about twenty billion dollars a year in taxpayer money alone. Now that's money spent, but as, I mean, who gets to decide how much of that is wasted? How, how, how do we know? Is that is all that wasted? Is any any good coming out of it? I mean, is there is there are there experiments you can do with animals that are humane uh, and also can? Um, uh, produce results that you're looking for. Uh, I would I would disagree with that, but I think if they, if there is an example of an experiment that is worthwhile, I think taxpayers shouldn't be forced to pay for it when a majority of the public opposes it. Let the private sector fund it. Let the Gates Foundation pay for it. Let someone else pay for it. But we shouldn't be forced to pay for it when we know that mo- by and large this stuff is incredibly wasteful. Doesn't get us results. Doesn't improve public health, and just results in animals being killed for no reason. And uh, Dr. Fauci has to go to sleep every night. If he if he's doing this, uh, and you know, and, and I don't know how he lives with himself, but I, you know, who knows? I, I it's just it's insane to me. But I, I got to take a break real quick. Uh, how can people uh, get in touch with the White Coat Waste Project to find out what you guys are doing? 
Oh, thanks for the opportunity. Whitecoatwaste.org or at Whitecoatwaste on any social media platform. Justin, always good to have you on. I mean, it was the first time, but it would be good to have you on again. I'm, I'm going to keep your phone number here so I can have you on again. This is interesting stuff. Thanks. Anytime, John. Thank you. Okay, that's Justin Goodman, and he's with the uh, White Coat Waste Project, and Dr. Fauci sounds like an evil guy. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is putting up positive spin on September's sluggish job numbers. The addition of 194,000 jobs last month is widely seen as disappointing. However, the nation's unemployment rate dropped below 5%, and that's what the president focused on. Today's report has the unemployment rate down to 4.8%, a significant improvement from when I took office. The rate fell in part because more people found jobs, but also because about 180,000 fewer people looked for work in September. Greg Clugston, Washington. The United States and Pakistan have held talks over the path forward in Taliban-ruled Afghanistan at a time when relations between the two countries are shaky. The meeting came amid an array of unsettled issues. The Dow up 49 points, but the Nasdaq is down 33. This is SRN News. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? With technology constantly changing, most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories, trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Dr. Sebastian Gorka explains extreme differences. The right doesn't harass. The right doesn't threaten. Name me one well-known conservative figure who's called for the assassination of somebody they politically disagree with in the last, oh, I don't know, 20 years. You can't. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh invites you to claim your freedom. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. With demand at an all-time high and remaining supply going fast, now is the time to lock in a new 2021 Indian Motorcycle at this year's prices before they're gone. Or stake your claim on a sleek new model year 22 and get first priority shipping when they launch. Visit pitcycles.com today. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh in Warrendale next to Jurgles. Always wear your helmet, never drink and ride. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. 
Still seeing some very, very busy roads out there on the Parkway West inbound. 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel altogether, about an extra 15 minutes. Outbound starting to clear out, though, on the Parkway East inbound. That's busy also from Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. 579 looks pretty busy all across town. Veterans Bridge down to Liberty Bridge. Inbound Parkway North slowing as you approach Fort Pitt Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Considerable cloudiness and mild tonight with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Low 62. Partly cloudy tomorrow with a couple of showers, high 70. Turning out clear and mild tomorrow night, low 57. Warm with intervals of clouds and sunshine on Sunday, high 76. Moving on to Monday, very warm with sun and clouds, high 79. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Alexa Weisberg. We love our cellular shades from Blinds.com. They're beautiful and make our entire house feel more like home. Thousands of customers update their home every month with Blinds.com. Whether you just moved to a new place or just want to give your home a little love this fall, go to Blinds.com for brand new window treatments and make your house feel more like home. Blinds.com makes it easy and affordable to upgrade your whole house with the latest styles, premium materials, and even motorization with no hidden fees or misleading quotes. Not sure where to start? Get advice from a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free. Whether you want to do it yourself or have them handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Go to Blinds.com now to shop and save up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com for up to 35% off. Blinds.com. Pay over time with PayPal credit at Blinds.com. PayPal credit is subject to credit approval. Visit Blinds.com slash PayPal for details. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed it's time to try something different. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, as they say in uh, radio, we are efforting to get our guest who was scheduled for 535 uh, we're hoping to uh, get that call. We'll see what happens here. In the meantime, uh, an interesting story out of uh, Florida. We talked a lot about this, uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, and you know how I feel about masks. Um, I, uh, we played you that uh, that um, soundbite from the evil teacher who was singing along with singing to the kids about their masks and you know telling them how wonderful they were. Um, but anyway, this is out of uh, this is according to Outkick, and it's um, Outkick.com. Uh, this is out of Florida, okay. And I think you know what's going on down. You know who the governor is. You know all that stuff, and he's been doing the best job of of maintaining some kind of sanity through this entire period of hysteria that we've been living through. Uh, but COVID nineteen cases have plummeted. Through the state of uh, Florida and new data show virtually no difference exists between masked and unmasked school districts in terms of cases. Now, these kids, we have kids going to school here in Western PA with masks on. And they're, you know, as young as, I guess, I don't know, two. I I haven't seen any two-year-olds waiting for the bus, but I've, I've seen kids that look like they're six or seven waiting for the bus. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis released the numbers uh, his, with his, uh, via his press secretary, who's Christina Pushaw. Um, and uh, according to the press release, COVID-19 cases for kids ages 5 to 17 have decreased 79% in the month of, December, of September in the 54 Florida counties where school districts have no masking policy. 
or are following state law by honoring the parental opt-out rule. In the 13 districts that demanded child masking in schools, case rates have dropped 77%, slightly less than unmasked. So in other words, no difference. 79% uh, in the 54 counties where school districts have zero masking policy, and 77% where they're mandatory. Zero. So 2% is just not significant enough. So it's it's no difference, basically. Uh, and COVID positivity rates declined at a rate of 65% for unmasked districts as compared to 67% for masked. So another uh, case of 2%. And again, it's uh, statistically insignificant. So it's the same. It doesn't. It's just not doing any good to torture these kids with masks. It's just not. Um, so the data for this school year shows no benefit to forced masking in pediatric age groups in terms of either case rate or positivity rate. Uh, as for statewide rates, as a whole, Florida now has the nation's second lowest infection rate in the country at just 27 cases per 100,000 people. Again, these numbers are all great and, you know, it sounds good and all that. But people in Florida have been living like normal human beings for most of the last, I don't know, year. Uh, and so whatever the numbers are, even if they are exactly the same as states that are having problems, it just shows that the, the states that are locking everything down and torturing people over this are not getting any benefit from it or any more benefit from the people who are just letting people, you know, live their lives. So the, the virus has basically posed little to no statistical risk of serious harm to children and that children were never a significant transmitter of the virus to adults. It's nice to be finding that out now. But again, this is Florida. So... Uh, they'll talk about this in Florida, and I'm sure they'll talk about this on Fox News tonight. But somewhere, or mostly everywhere, other than the, the, the uh, your favorite conservative outlet, they are going to portray this as being uh, Governor DeSantis being out of his mind, and they're, they're not going to they're not going to give him any credit for this. So uh, there's your mask mandate for you in Florida. And again, this this has been going on now for six months down there at least. Longer than that, um, where he's just said, "We're not doing this stupid. We're just not doing this. We're, we're not going to. We're not going to um, uh, go along with this hysteria, and we're going to let people live their lives and make choices on their own." They did the same thing in South Dakota, uh, and, uh, and and you know uh, the the uh, the governor there, Noam Christy Noam, she was tortured by the liberals in the media, and again every day. Monday through Friday, kids are sent off to school. Hey, Mike, do we have that? Um, do we have that soundbite of the of the woman leading the? Uh, if you can, if you can fire that up, uh, in case you missed it yesterday. And 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 again, this this doesn't this radio doesn't do this justice because you have to see these little kids sitting uh, cross-legged on the floor, staring at their teacher, looking like zombies. And as somebody said, uh, uh, someone said yesterday, this looks like something that you would see in China. So you, have, you just picture, like kindergarten kids, you know, maybe even a little younger than that, all sitting on the floor. You've seen what it looks like in a, you know, in a classroom. And they're, they're staring intently at their teacher, and she's laying this on them. Two, three... I wear a mask to school. I wear a mask to school. Hi ho the Dario. I wear a mask to school. It helps to keep me safe. It helps to keep me safe. Hi ho the Dario. It helps to keep me safe. It keeps my friends safe. It keeps my friends safe. Hi ho the Dario, it keeps my friends safe. Yeah. Let me see a hooray. Yeah, hooray. It keeps my friends safe. Safe, as I've said for eighteen months here, from what? I'll be right back.
Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, towels, and so much more. For example, Mike's offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great specials. That's 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Make every day count with your media choices. Here's a tip from Bob Woloszewski of Plugged In Movie Reviews. I'm absolutely convinced that most of America is hardly proactive when it comes to entertainment. People make decisions based on popularity, uh, how it did at the box office, how the album did on billboard charts, how the TV show is rated. But I think when it comes to families who care, uh, we have to take a different tact. We have to say, what is actually good for our inner man? But as such, we need to be equipped with information to make those decisions. So I think that's where our website, uh, among others, comes in. Plugged In spells it out, whether it's video games, television shows, top charting music. Not go or don't go, but here's what's in a movie so families can make God-honoring choices. That's just a snapshot of what you can do to make every day count. Get more ideas online at Facebook.com slash Make Every Day Count from Focus on the Family. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? With technology constantly changing, most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories, trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed-in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, baby's first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Dr. Sebastian Gorka explains extreme differences. The right doesn't harass. The right doesn't threaten. Name me one well-known conservative figure who's called for the assassination of somebody they politically disagree with in the last, oh, I don't know, 20 years. You can't. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Hi, I'm Ben Affleck. The only thing better than playing a hero in the movies is being a hero in real life. Like the 50,000 veterans who returned from Iraq and Afghanistan with devastating injuries. They are true heroes. And they're why I'm proud to support Paralyzed Veterans of America. For more than 60 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America has made a promise to never leave a fallen comrade behind. They make sure veterans with spinal cord injuries get the quality medical care, rehabilitation, and housing they need when they come home. They stay with our fallen heroes for the long term, offering counseling, job training, and support to help them regain the freedom and independence they fought so hard for, all at no cost to them. Our veterans fought for us. Let's fight for them. To learn more about how you can help, visit pva.org. That's pva.org. We will never leave a fallen comrade behind. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I apologize for not uh, having our guest on. Uh, it was He was a no-show, so... Uh not much I can do about that. We were going to talk about um, uh, Getter, a platform that uh, is going to try to compete with Twitter uh, and offer a better alternative to Twitter for conservatives. I'm now on Getter. Uh, I it's kind of I still go to Twitter first, and I I'd like to um, uh, 
um, you know, break my habit of Twitter, but I have uh, a lot of followers on Twitter. And when you when you do a radio show like this, Twitter is a good vehicle for promoting the show. You're reaching thousands of people. Uh, potentially reaching thousands of people to tell them that you have a good guest on or whatever, and I and I get good feedback. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Steiger World. I, I can't even tell you how to follow me on Getter yet, but you go get the Getter uh, app and uh, check it out. But um, we'll try to get Jason Miller on another time. Uh, you know, um, uh, let's... Yeah, uh, let's we have we have someone calling in. Let's uh, let's answer the phone here. That would be uh Tim Murtaugh, I believe, calling in. <laughs> We've had Tim on many times, uh former communications director for the Trump campaign. He's uh he's calling in to bail me out. He's a guy who knows how the radio business works. Thanks Tim for calling. How you doing? Good, John. How are you doing? I, I apologize for our CEO. He's he's a busy guy and got yeah, I waylaid in something else, and so we know you. Live radio doesn't wait, so I, I thought I would. Uh, no, I appreciate you calling in. I have I have how many how much time I got left, Mike? Twelve seconds? No, I got more than that. About five <laughs> minutes. Um, so uh, so let's talk about uh, how Getter's doing, Tim. I mean, you're involved with uh, you work with Jason Miller, I, I guess, right? Uh, he's yes, the CEO. Yes, so how's Getter doing? Uh, it's going like gangbusters, really. It's the, it's the fastest-growing social media platform in history. It got its first million users, registered users, uh, less than three days after its launch on July 4th of this year. It's the fastest ever to 2 million users, and now we're at about 2.5 million users, and it's only existed for three months. To give you an example of what that means, it took Twitter 24 months to get their first million users, and it took Facebook 10 months to get a million users, and, and Getter did it in less than three days. People are attracted to it because it's a cancel-free social media platform that defends the First Amendment. You won't get canceled or suspended on Getter for expressing your point of view. And we've seen that Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and all the others, they really have it out for the conservative viewpoint, and, and uh, you can feel safe on Getter to express your opinion. And it's G-E-T-T-R, and you can get the app, and uh, it's easy to sign up. I did that. I, as I said before you came on the air, I'm, I'm still uh, – my first move is to go to Twitter just because I have lots of followers there, and I haven't built up the followers on Getter. But um, I know you have a lot of big-name people coming over to Getter, uh, but there a lot of them are still staying on Twitter. You'd like to get them to blow off Twitter, I'm guessing, and just go with Getter. Certainly, yeah. We'd like to have people move over to Getter uh, completely full-time. And we're also we're doing great outreach to mainstream media outlets as well. We, our polling shows that a lot of people go to Twitter for breaking news and, and to learn what's going on in the world. And the more new actual news outlets that we can get to sign up, you know, the, the New York Times of the world and, and Fox News and all that, for people to actually get the breaking news on Getter, uh, we think that that, that will uh, be a big breakthrough for us. But we're having lots of members of Congress, Republican leadership in Congress, in the House and the Senate, uh, state officials, governors from, from across the country are signing up. Uh, media figures like yourself are doing it. You know, lots of conservative talk show hosts are, are uh, signing up. Uh, main, main, stream, the main people in the, in the main conservative movement are signing up names that everybody would recognize, uh, Sean Hannity and others. So, uh, you know, it's growing uh, every single day, and uh, we think it's fantastic. Actually, two of the best days for signups we've had were just this week because Facebook had just an awful, horrendous week. Uh, first with the six-hour shutdown that they had, their, their blackout when they all, all their properties went down, and then with the whistleblower hearing on Tuesday, it was a pretty bad week for Facebook, and uh, they were two of the biggest sign-up weeks that we've had on Getter so far, two days. Francis Haugen, uh, H-A-U-G-E-N, is the, is the whistleblower. I don't know about you, Tim, but I don't think she's a whistleblower. Uh, sorry, that's not what whistleblowers do. They don't they don't um, come out with a PR campaign. They, you know, they meet in the room with somebody and they, they tell their story and then it gets told to the media. But I'm not buying this person. Are you? Well, true enough. I mean, she, she definitely comes at it from the left and it was a coordinated rollout that she engaged in for sure. But I can tell you, I don't think that she is an instrument of Facebook. 
Uh, I can tell you that because I, I don't think that Facebook had a very good day that, that day. That We now know that they had secret plans to target kids and draw them into their platforms. And, and you know, that's shocking but not surprising to learn that you know, preteen girls and even, even toddlers are viewed as uh, mere assets to guarantee future corporate profits. So I don't think she did Facebook any favors. I think that uh, there is going to be the tendency to use her as a tool or as a means to try to crack down and censor people more. And I don't think we want Congress necessarily stepping in and being the one that brings the hammer down on social media because God knows we don't. I, I don't trust Congress to do the right thing uh, on this, especially as it regards free speech issues. So. I think that, you know, there's a number of ways to look at it. Uh, I don't think that she is some sort of white knight who's riding to the rescue because I think that her ultimate goal is to crack down further on social media. And we, we say that social media should be a place of freedom, and that's Getter's role in all of this. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a theory out there that this is all about um, getting – well, because she's so much involved with left-wing groups and, and donated money to left-wing groups and candidates and people like that. That this is just a way to um, make a path for Facebook for the government to 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 get involved in Facebook and then not to not to to uh, censor the people she likes, but to censor the the people who are saying things that she doesn't like. Yeah, I think I think that I mean that's right. What I was just trying to get at. Yeah. I think that there's going to be a temptation, and maybe it is her goal to bring the hammer down further and, and allow big tech to even do more, if that's possible, to do more to silence conservative points of view. And, you know, a lot of people on our side of the fence, John, talk about this Section 230, which grants you know, immunity yeah. and li- liability protection to social media platforms because they're not defined as publishers. And people say, oh, let's get rid of 230 and get rid, and get rid of that protection. But I think if you do that, that will give them latitude to absolutely censor people if, if they're if they say, hey, well, we're a publisher, therefore we're, we're responsible for everything you guys post, therefore you can't post anything, and they'll come down even harder. Uh, I think it has to be reformed, and uh, there's there's language in there where you know they're allowed to remove posts that are like say pornographic posts or things right. that threaten violence and all that kind of stuff. But then there's a clause in the in the law that says or otherwise objectionable. Well, that's a loop. That's a loophole big enough to drive a truck through. Yep. Hey, Tim. And, you know, otherwise objectionable. Who gets to define that? Well, Mark Zuckerberg, I guess. Yeah. So if, if there's anything that needs to be reformed, it's Section 230 and to make it more explicit on hey. exactly what they can and can't do. Tim, I'm out of time. Thanks for bailing me out. I appreciate it. Good luck with Getter. You bet. Thanks, John. OK, thanks. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.